Hello, America. This is Julia from Overcrown. Hey, this is Sam from Anagnorisis. Hey, guys, what's up? It's Murphy from Warcurse. This is Stacy Savage of Savage Master. This is Harry Lannon from Cognitive, and you're listening to the Great Metal Debate Podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Great Metal Debate listeners. We're back and excited to be joined by another couple of incredible metal artists. Tonight we have Will Smith and Sam Smith of Technical Death Metalers Artificial Brain. Thanks so much for joining us on the Great Metal Debate podcast. Thanks for having us. Thanks a lot. So I'm talking with you outside Exit Inn here in Nashville, Tennessee, a place that I've seen a number of shows. Have you guys played Nashville before? No, this is our first time. First time in Nashville. Loving it. You guys have been all across the eastern U.S. the past week or so with the guys in Cognitive. How have those dates gone? Very well. Very well. Yeah, the turnouts have been great. Um, there's been a lot of great local bands uh, supporting on the bills. Um, it's, been, it's been a really good tour. Uh, definitely uh, going to feel good when we come home. Yep. Sell, selling merch. Yeah, things have been going great. Good crowds? Uh, yeah. Yeah, great crowds. Uh, the, the hometown show at Webster Hall in New York was was amazing, really well attended. One of the big highlights for us was playing Rochester, New York, a little upstate, uh, with Blurring, uh, with Eric Burke uh, of Sulaco and Brutal Truth and Danny Lilker of every band, Brutal Truth, uh, Anthrax, Exit 13, Nuclear Assault, and so on. Uh, that was a Monday night. It was totally packed at the Bug Jar. Uh, really amazing. Yeah. Yeah, even the Monday night show was very well attended. Monday night show was a banger. It's been a good good tour. In the middle of January, nonetheless. Uh, yeah, in Rochester. Yeah, believe it or not, the weather in Rochester that Monday wasn't so much different from this weather here. We were walking around T-shirts, so we picked a mild week to go away in January. Now, for those who are unaware of Artificial Brain, can you give us a little insight into what fans can expect for you guys uh, musically listening to your music as well as if they catch you live on stage? Well, um... I, I, a lot of people use uh, the, the the buzzwords, uh, you know, dissonant, uh, technical, space, death metal, uh, all those sort of things. Um, guttural vocals and uh, blast beats, you know, that's, that's the type of music we play, man. You know, most most people know about it, and you're either going to like it or not. Live, um, we pride ourselves in just giving people the best show possible, whether it's five people in the audience or 500, you know what I mean? You're, you're going to get artificial brain, and we work very hard to do that. We appreciate anyone who comes out. We've had a range of so-called extreme metal bands on our podcast, Brutal Death, Black Metal, Technical Death Metal. Do you guys have a preference as far as the type of bands and music that you all like to share the bill with, or does it really not matter And as far as the bands you share the stage with? Uh, I think we're comfortable sharing the stage with uh, with bands of all kinds. We've played with black metal bands and technical death metal bands, slam bands, whatever. And and uh, you know the crowds seem pretty receptive receptive to it because we're like a we're sort of a blend of different styles. We take a lot of inf- influence from black metal, though no one would call us a black metal outfit. So I, I think you know those audiences can respond to us. And, um, just last night uh, we played in Spartansburg, uh, South Carolina at um, Ground Zero, and we had three uh, punk bands opening up for us. Very, very different style band, but everybody got along. Everybody loved the music. Uh, the people who came for the metal bands were there for the punk bands. People who came for the punk bands stayed stuck around for us. And because uh, originally the bill was changed, and we weren't supposed to be on that show, so both bills just kind of mixed in, and, and uh, it turned out to be a great night. We, we enjoyed them. They enjoyed us, and everybody had a great time. So that's interesting how bands can sometimes fit 
could very well even cross genre. I mean, I know some alternative metal bands who are incredibly well received just playing a bill with all other alternative rock artists. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, we 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 played a Hopscotch Festival a couple of years ago in North Carolina, and we. Uh, you know, that festival, it was like sort of a South by Southwest thing where there are a lot of different venues uh, and music of all different styles. And even on that show, we were playing with with uh, Power Trip, uh, who were like a thrash metal band, and Ken Mode, who are really almost more of a, like a noise rock thing. And, uh, you know, we had a lot of fun watching that stuff. I mean, we all love Ken Mode in particular. And I think the fans, uh, you know, really into it, too. Yeah, yeah, it was, a, it was a great bill. And at shows like that, too, it's also fun for us to kind of feel like we're representing death metal in a way and the other bands are kind of representing what they do and you know and going to shows like that when you see a mixed bill you, you don't really get bored easily so you know but we all you know we also love to share the share the bill with our local hometown death metal bands and everything it's you know the the every show is different you just got to make sure that, that you're ready for it and that you represent that we represent artificial brain the best way we can and it's going to be a good show you know enjoy the type of music you do but also not keeping it limited to that yeah, yeah we you know you got to have open minds yeah now the band's first full-length album was Labyrinth Constellation back in 2014, but the group has been together and released music prior to that. Can you speak to kind of that history and your origins? Sure, yeah. Uh, we've been around since uh, 2009, I think. We uh, Our first demo came out, I believe, in 2011, um, and that was, we recorded with Elliot Bayless. Um, that was a, just a three-song demo. A couple of years later, we recorded another, a, a two-song demo, uh, also with Elliot Bayless, and then after that, we recorded Labyrinth Constellation. Um, now, we, we just finished recording Infrared Horizon, which is going to be our second full-length record. It's coming out in uh, spring 2017 through Profound Lore Records again. Um, yeah, we just got all the artwork finalized for that. We're really excited for people to hear it. And we're playing you know, a bunch of material from that record on this tour, too. I was going to ask about playing music off an upcoming unreleased album. How do you make the choice about that when you have some fans who know your work and may not be as familiar? How do you mix up the set list to kind of milk in some new material without ostracizing the fans? Well, uh, I I think well to be honest with you, man, I think we did a, a good job of that this tour, and it wasn't easy. Uh, the set list we we made today reflects um, three songs from the upcoming album, uh, and then I'm, I don't want to give away any secrets, but uh, we we do we do plenty of older material material as well from uh, from more than one older release. So we we kind of give people a taste of the new album, and then we just break into a bunch of older stuff that we we've gotten feedback over the years, songs that people like, and songs that go over well live. You know, so we we try to balance it out, and we do take into consideration everybody's being loud over here. We got an interview over here. Come on, all right. Uh, but yeah, you know, we take into consideration people want to hear a taste of the new stuff, and um, you know, also uh, hear some of the classics and things like that. Well, going back to that 2014 release, Labyrinth Constellation. What did the release of that album do for the band? Oh, it, I mean, it was amazing. Way, way more than we expected. Um, you know, off the back of that album, we got to tour first with Geigen and Piron. Uh, we did a U.S. tour with Geigen and Piron. And then after that, we toured with the, the Black Dahlia Murder, Goat Horror, uh, Entheos, and Iron Reagan. Uh, that was December 2015. And, I mean, that's that was unbelievable. We, you know, uh, the Black Dahlia guys liked the record, and they asked us to do it. We didn't have a high enough profile to be doing, 
you know, that kind of a tour. So it was really amazing. Not to mention that uh, uh, we also had we got put on CBS. We uh, there were a couple. Yeah, there, so there were a couple of um, a writer for some crime procedural shows on CBS really liked the record, and so he got in touch with us. And on two separate shows, on Elementary and on um, Limitless. Uh, Limitless, yeah, uh, music from Artificial Brain is featured, uh, all from Labyrinth Constellation. So I mean that financially and as far as getting the word out, James Murphy is one of my favorite musicians. From Death and Testament. Disincarnate. Disincarnate, yeah. Um, He's a legend. Yeah. I can't tell you how many bands I've interviewed have talked about him. Not only what a great artist he is, but helping them out in particular. Sure. So he was on one of the first metal records I got to, Spiritual Healing, you know, and, uh, and so he got in touch with us on Facebook saying that he had heard us on this show, Limitless. <laughs> and, and I freaked out. I mean, that's just amazing that we got that opportunity. I've had a chance to read some of your lyrics, and you all have a lot of interesting lyrical themes on the album Labyrinth Constellation. Who writes the lyrics, and at what point do those lyrics get meshed in with the instruments? Uh, I, I write all the lyrics. Um, usually, I have uh, an instrumental that these guys have worked on and kind of kind of solidified, you know, more or less to the point where it's the, it's going to be the, the the structure of the song, and then I'll go over some concepts but I, I for this record I wrote a lot of the words and the phrases and things to the rhythm of the music and to the riffs whereas for some of our older material I had existing lyrics that I kind of tried to structure into the songs so uh, it's funny you ask because this time on the new record a lot of the lyrics were written with the vocal patterns in mind as opposed to writing the vocal patterns from lyrics that you wrote you know three weeks ago before the song even existed so so yeah so uh this time i kind of have a lot of concepts and i might jot down ideas and things like that but usually when these guys give me the instrumental that's when it all comes together and i put it all to you know together and that, that seems to work good for me now the next couple of days you'll end this mini tour here of the eastern u.s uh, i'm curious when you guys go home how often do you get together to both practice and work up new material uh, well, yeah, this is the second to last night. Tomorrow we're going to fish it up uh, in Chicago and uh, head home. Um, it's funny because I live about a half hour east on Long Island of uh, most of the other guys in the band. And um, I don't I don't get out there as often as they all get together because you might have one guitarist and a bass player and a drummer one night. Then one night you might just have the guitarist and the drummer jamming on things. And the next night it might be the bassist and the two guitarists getting together. And so these guys kind of have a very um, who's together, gets together. Then they get some food and hang out type of thing going on because because everyone lives, for the most part, everyone lives centrally in the same town. And then I'll, throughout the week, I'll be like, guys, can we do Sunday night, Saturday night? And I'll come out for two hours and we'll run the set and do some, some, you know, some, some serious rehearsing and running of the songs. But it's, it's a good process with everyone living fairly close to so, Sounds like it's not too structured, but you guys make it work. Yeah, I, I think that's right. I mean, uh, Dan writes most, he's one of the guitar players, he writes most of the music. Uh, he's also in uh, a band called Revocation, right? So he's touring a lot of the year, and he, he also writes in, in bursts, kind of. So we don't really force it by having writing sessions when you know he's not feeling inspired or none of us are feeling inspired. We just try to play, as, like, rehearse as much as we can when everyone's around. When Dan's not around, we have another guitar player named Oleg who comes around uh, you know he toured with us on the Piron tour um, and and so we just try to rehearse as much as possible and, and kind of see what happens but uh, but yeah so it, it's pretty not structured because we all lead hectic lives uh, you know I'm in another band and, and uh, 
Oleg works a lot, Will works a lot, so it's, uh, you know, we, we try to make it work. I hear the music starting to crank up inside, so let you guys go. But uh, final question, how can fans who want to support this band, Artificial Brain, purchase music and merchandise? Well, um, nowadays it's pretty easy with uh, with the internet, man. Uh, you can go to ProfoundLawRecords.com. Uh, That's our label. And uh, you could also check us out on Facebook and check out Profound Law Records on Facebook. And that'll give you any of the updates as soon as the album comes out, as soon as any new merchandise or tour dates are announced. And we actually have um, a few different designs of T-shirts available on uh, at Cold Cuts Merchandising. I think it's ColdCutsMerch.com. But you just look up Cold Cuts Merch. They do a deal with a lot of hardcore metal bands. You can get uh, artificial brain sizes and uh, shirts and designs, all different things. And um, just get in touch with us on Facebook uh, sometimes if you're looking for something specific, if you can't find it online. But most people should be able to order those vinyls and CDs and T-shirts online just by looking up our label. Guys, I'm very excited to see you all perform tonight. First time to do so. Excited to get blown off that uh, floor this evening, so bring it. And I want to encourage our listeners to look for you guys touring in the coming year. Look for that new album. Remind us of the name once again. Uh, it's Infrared Horizon. Coming out approximately uh, spring 2017. That's all I can say right now. Yeah. Before well, it gets too hot, before it gets too hot out, you should have that album. Well, look for that. And guys, thanks so much, and we'll see you again on the road. All right, yeah. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much for the support. We appreciate it. Cheers.